Welcome to Recap, a brief overview of recent coffee developments every two weeks from the Specialty Coffee Association, made possible with the support of Da Vinci. Over the past few weeks, amid a historic global black civil rights movement, publicly shared personal experiences of systemic racism have opened an industry-wide conversation about structural inequity in specialty coffee as current and former employees of various companies have come forward to share painful experiences, calls for meaningful and actionable apologies have intensified, alongside calls to build a more equitable specialty coffee industry for black coffee professionals. Phyllis Johnson, founder and president of BD Imports, published an open letter to U.S. coffee professionals calling for industry leaders to come together to provide resources, tools and funding to fight systemic racism in the specialty coffee industry. Our credibility is at stake, writes Phyllis, when asking coffee producers to create greater social and equitable programs when we in the U.S. are silent on blatant injustices at home. But this is not just an American problem. There is a direct relationship between the current civil rights movement and the structural inequity of today's coffee industry. Today's models of coffee production and consumption were shaped by government-backed merchants like the British and Dutch East India companies in the mid-1600s. As the consumption of coffee became more popular in Europe, other colonial powers particularly France, followed suit. In all cases, forced labour or slavery was critical to the success of this export-driven production model. This particular market structure, where the global north exerts power over the trade of coffee that is produced in the global south by artificially low-cost labour, is still reflected in today's market. As the specialty coffee industry continues to reflect on systemic racism, inequality and discrimination, social media feeds have filled with resources for those who wish to support the Black Lives Matter movement, including lists of black-owned coffee businesses across the value chain. Coffee communities in Africa are facing unprecedented hardship as they attempt to manage the effects of torrential rain and swarms of locusts amid the ongoing global pandemic. Countries across East Africa, particularly Rwanda, Kenya and Uganda, have been especially affected by the heaviest rains in months. Critical infrastructure, including bridges and schools, as well as farms and homes, have been swept away by landslides. At least 70 people have lost their lives in Rwanda. Neighbouring Kenya has reported nearly 200 lives lost in the past month and thousands have been displaced in Uganda after two rivers burst their banks. While it's impossible to ascertain the full scope of the damage to the East African coffee sector, relief efforts are mounting. Raw Materials, a non-profit coffee trading company, has reported at least 28 members of coffee-growing communities in the Nyabihu district of northern Rwanda lost their lives in early May flooding. Raw Materials has joined efforts with Muraho Trading Company, an owner-operator of mills in north Rwanda, to fundraise for a three-phase relief effort for the affected communities. 
This episode of Recap was made possible with the support of Da Vinci. If you want to dive deeper into anything you heard today, check out the links in the description of this episode. Recap will be back in two weeks' time. Thanks for listening.